Minus three is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar's rewards. Must be 21 or older. Minus three with Dave Damashek. Hi, hello, sports fans. Welcome to a brand new episode of Minus Three presented as ever by Omaha. First things first. Do us a favor here. Go and listen. Go and watch on YouTube, on any social media of your choice. The 15-minute pregame show, episode two, will be in your ears, in your eyeballs, in your heart. By Friday, midday, Eddie Spaghetti. Is that about right? Uh, Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. Many, many storylines that transcend mere final scores. Let's talk about all of it right now with our guy seated high on his perch, looking out over a tumultuous Hollywood. It's Kevin Hench. What's the poop, fella? Oh, my God. I mean, first of all, week one was nuts. And I do want to talk to Spaghetti. And, you know, was was Sunday for a Yankees Giants fan the worst day of your life? Mm. When when the Jason Dominguez uh, uh, Martian news came over the wire, you know, a mere hours before kickoff of the Giants losing 40 zip. What was that day? Wait a second. Let me just expand it because there's another side of that equation. It wasn't good for New York Jets fans either. Who are no, presumably know, Jets, thinking, Mets fans you know, too? So obviously, bad news. New York sports, a series of crazy stomach punches. But specifically for our guy Spaghetti, that's what was that Sunday like? The worst. It, it, it was so weird too because we just talked about the Martian. Like I brought him up on the show, and I'm like the and, and obviously hence you had your rant, and I'm like this is the one bright spot. Why wasn't he playing with the Yankees way earlier? They call up the young guns at the end of the season when they are mathematically eliminated from contention to win the AL East, and then that happens. I texted you guys immediately, and I was like sick. And, and I know for a position player, it's not as bad of an injury. Obviously, he's not a pitcher, so I'm like great. Well, this is gonna happen, and then. Then I had the thought, I'm like, well, I'm destroying in fantasy. The you know, the fighting Irish won in Raleigh with the weird weather conditions, the, the delayed game. And I I have that Brian Kelly hurricane game stuck in my head last time they played the Wolfpack there. So then I'm like, oh, the Giants are gonna lose. Like the Giants are gonna lose this game. Um, it's prime time, it's versus your rival who you always lose to. And then the game starts and they have this first drive and I mean, like Saquon and like the run that Daniel Jones, I'm like, oh, this is like a hot knife through butter. They were looking great in this first drive. Like, and that's the way to attack Dallas is by running at them. And they were doing that. And then it's third and two. You're inside like the 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 five yard line, 10 yard line, whatever. And then Andrew Thomas has his first false start in like two seasons. And then it's the fumble and then it's the block kick and the touchdown. And I'm like the game and then Dallas missed the extra point. I'm like, OK, six, nothing, whatever. Bad start. Slippery wet field. And then the next, and then like the, the Saquon, like kind of pumped out, like interception return. And, uh, and then I'm like, okay, well, this game is going to oh, be over. It. It was a series 59. Of- I'm going to admit this 59 seconds left in the first quarter. TV went off. That was it. Wow. Okay. Go, on, go find Eddie Spaghetti social media um, stuff on Twitter. He put out on Wednesday night Whoa, just, or his, my- oh, I'm sorry. His fiance put it out. What the, the hell are you privacy. doing with yourself? Just, just go look it up. Laying on the floor, like holding a laptop up over your head. I mean, 
kind of weirdo crap are you into in your apartment? All right, listen, we don't have time for that. Well, listen, well, I don't have time health. for it. I thought, I thought spaghetti. Thank God spaghetti stopped watching at the end of the first quarter. I thought he was going to take us through every play of the game. I thought he was going to go through every play of the game. <laughs> I gave you well, the very crazy. detailed description because I did. I legitimately shut it off at the end you of know, the first obviously, quarter. Obviously, Sheck and I explained to you why the Giants were going to lose, and it's exactly it's exactly how they lost. Um, but what was crazy about the Andrew Thomas false start, and I know you guys, you watched all the games this weekend, but like, so opening night, Thursday night, Chiefs right tackle, what's his name? Juwan Taylor. Mm-hmm. He does it 50 times. Like he jumps the snap over and over and over again. And there had to be, I mean, I there has not been an officiating, a line judge standing there watching a guy cheat on every play receivers are three yards in front of the right tackle. You don't throw your flag till they're two minutes and nine seconds left in the game. And well, that was what was and- weird. And the other, the, the thing about it is what occurred to me, like by the midway through the second quarter, everybody in social media is like, what the hell? What the hell? And I, I, I was feeling like the officials must've been sort of like the home play dump when Levon Hernandez was pitching for the Marlins, it's like, okay, well I let it. Yeah. Eric Greg's like, well, I mean, what am I going to do now? I let it go for the first series. Well, I can't now start flagging it. it That that line judge must've checked Twitter with two minutes and nine seconds left goes, Oh my God, I've had the worst game in NFL history. I wish we know like Eric Greg, we know his name, Angel Hernandez. We know his name. I suppose there's a way to find these guys' names, but it is more fun when you can go like, wow, are you terrible at your job? Angel Hernandez. Uh, So that guy was awful. But then to the Andrew Thomas of it all, like they definitely sent out a memo because if you watch the games Sunday, it was like, there were a lot of like, you got a hair trigger start and that's illegal and we're going to flag you. So when the Andrew Thomas got the five yards and then the snap gets rolled back to the 30 yard line and the kick gets blocked. I mean, obviously it snowballed from there, but it was like, it wasn't that different than what the chiefs guy did on every play. And it started the the crazy Well, I'm going to stick with this game to get us into bad goat because. Well, uh, wait, wait, wait. I want to. Yes, I'm with you about that. And but I do think that it sort of highlights that specific sort of situation highlights what may last an entire uh, NFL season here. Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Josh Allen and all of that fun stories. Aaron Rodgers is now out for the whole year, obviously. I feel like defense. This is 2023 so far, and I can't wait to talk. And by the way, I mentioned the 15-minute pregame show. We've already recorded it. Fascinating AFC matchup between the Dolphins, who I've been touting for literally a year now, and uh, your Patriots. That defense is for real, but so is the Dolphins, but so is the Jets, and so is the Cowboys, and so on and so forth, and trying to figure out which is the best of them and whether or not it's good enough to win the day for the Jets. I will say that's one of my favorite narratives out there right now, or it's something I've determined to be true. Do you agree with me that Aaron Rodgers' Achilles heel, Rodgers is a heel to most football fans, and now with him removed, I feel like we're a little bit more Jets fans, right? Aren't we all like cheering for the Jets to do great things? Because I feel sad. We're empaths after all, aren't we? At least I am. And uh, the Jets fans and even the guys in the locker room, I know they're all millionaires and everything, but still, I feel bad for them. 
They thought this was going to be a special year. It didn't. It didn't last for like ninety seconds. It was so sad to watch. I, I'm not rooting for the Jets to do well. It's so exciting when you start rambling because I'm like, where is this going? And I know what, what's the question going to be? Like, I'm Nothing. on pins and needles because I'm like, you're talking about the Patriots defense. I'm like, I'll jump in there at any second. Like. Well, gosh, on the 15-minute pregame show, you must have definitely picked that game to go under. And it's like, I already know you didn't. I already know you picked it to go over. I'm like, what are you saying? Then you pivot. Tua! That's because that's my guy, Tua. What do you want me to do? He's magic. The Rodgers. I'm like, okay, we'll talk about Rodgers. Absolutely. We all became Jets fans. I mean, I was... You know, so the, the the horrible, unfortunate thing happens to a not particularly good person. Okay, where that creates a kind of weird shot in Freud, which you should never feel good when a guy when a guy gets hurt. But I want, as a Patriots fan, you're like, okay, now the way both teams can be devastated at the end of this game is for the Bills to lose. And by the way, underreported story because all people could do is just wring their hands that a 39-year-old got hurt playing tackle football? Like, what has Brady warped our minds that we think that's the normal? Is yes, that- I, I've been saying that. I've been saying that for a year, too. Is like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers so, is a solution? He's so, old. So I know the Messiah has al- already tweeted that he shall rise again, like <sighs> weird language for from a weirdo. From the but, dark night. But the fact is, he's... um. So I sent you that stat that Tom Brady, all-time passing yards over 40, 23,000 and change. Number two on the list, Vinny Testaverde, 3,239 yards. So then everybody else, you know, George Blanda, Earl Morrill, Warren Moon. Like, so the idea that this guy's going to come, you know, where is he going to come in at 40 after he rehabs? Like, it's kind of nuts. And it was kind of nuts to think that this guy was going to was going to play the whole season on 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 that that surface but once he went down i was definitely i mean obviously we picked the jets i think we all picked the jets so there's always that thing of like you you want to be right but Doug McDermott underreported story Doug McDermott did such a terrible job coaching that game you're up 10 and you have an opportunity to put Zach Wilson in third and 25 and push Zerline back to a 53-yard field goal. And he's like, I want to bring up fourth down. It's like, you, you're you not playing Mahomes. Like, you don't – Mahomes, you want to get Mahomes off the field. Zach Wilson, you want on the field in third and a mile. That's what you're living for. Twice he, he chose to decline penalties that would have created third and 25, third and 30 situations – to kind of let them off the hook and they hung around. And, and so uh, my, so my, my bills regression back to the field is looking good. Um, And, uh, and I was, and I was obviously thrilled for the, for the hard knocks guy. Like it, it was amazing. It was arguably the greatest five act structure of a primetime game ever. Like, it was yeah, right. Yes. It was uh, by the end of it. Yeah. By the, you figured out oh, the season's oh, who cares what happens? And as the game wears on into the third and fourth quarter, you're like, maybe the Jets, come on, Zach Wilson. Somehow he's the the plucky underdog that we're all rooting for instead of the the toe-headed uh, guy, uh second overall pick, betting all uh, his mom's best friends. Now, now we're all cheering for the kid. It's a good story. We'll see how it goes down in Big D this weekend, though. 
Do you want to, as we jump into goat and goats, and then we'll give you our best bets. College football is not a great slate this week, which almost guarantees that there will be one massive upset or at least some gem, all-time gem. When you look at it and you're like, this, I can just take the whole Saturday off. You're going to miss something special, almost certainly. Um, do you want any mulligans right now? You were right about the Bills, or you and I both were. I was right about the Dolphins so far, just one week. You want to back off the Steelers? You want to back off the Giants? I don't know how many people are that excited about them to begin with. Um, you and I both had uh, uh, Hench, the Giants on the outside. Any any mulligans? Well, I definitely, you know, my big my big swing uh, was was loving your 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 AFC North to the point that I said all four of those teams are going to get in the playoffs, which would leave just the division winners from the other divisions in the AFC. And then I said that the Chiefs would not be one of those division winners, which I look great on. It's Thursday. the best. It's the best. And you have a decent chance. Jags oh, at God. home, like they could I'm be hope, zero and two. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, but um, man. The 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 Chiefs not making the playoffs. My my bet at plus three fifty is contingent on the Steelers not being terrible. And wow, I mean, I know I, I know Spaghetti picked the Niners. You and I both picked the Steelers. Uh, I was shocked that that the way they got pushed around, which is what the Niners do to people. But I just I just thought the Steelers were a little a little stiffer stuff than they they put out there. On we Sunday. did. Uh, we had a great conversation earlier in the week with Ted Wynn about Brock Purdy. And it, the thing that you can't assess, it, it is Brady esque. And I guess what we assumed about Kenny Pickett coming into the year is it's like the intangible stuff. Obviously, he doesn't have a big time whip. He's not tall. He's, you know, um, but man, he is icy cool in that pocket. I mean, guys are all around him and it doesn't seem to impact um, his decision making or his accuracy. So I, I don't know if we're in for Brady 2.0 for the next 15 or 20 years. Shame well, the I devil will say, if we you, are. You know, I like you go, you know, you go, go like, hey, uh, we're uh, we're playing basketball. Like, uh, you know, you know, come over to the house. We're going to shoot some hoops, play some basketball. And then, you know, the friend of a friend comes and then it's like he, he walks out on the court and he jacks a three pointer. And it lands in the middle of the lane. And you're like, oh, my God, this guy can't play basketball. Kenny Pickett had a couple of throws where it was like, oh, have you ever played football? Have you ever it played was bad. football? It was like you can't miss a, a five yard in by three yards. Like it was bad in a way because, I mean, his play down the stretch had me obviously leaning the other way, which is like, wow, I think they, uh, I think they're onto something here. So obviously uh, you're very hopeful that that was just an aberration, but good. Well, Lord. I think like his confidence clearly was dinged. I think he, I, I all of a sudden, I, I know this is uh 2020 hindsight kind of crap, but like an hour before the game, it suddenly occurred to me, like, this is a really tough spot that Kenny Pickett is in because now he's supposed to handle the Niners and go and there's going to be a lot of stuff when he runs out onto the field in Akershore. It's a, it's a huge spot for the kid and he didn't deliver. So now his confidence is dinged going into another big game against Cleveland on a national stage. And you watch Josh Allen and you talk about the way he plays and the bad decisions he made in the second half in particular against the Jets, but on some level, by the way, you called him Doug McDermott, who I think is Doug McDermott, the guy Crane who's the bad player. guy. What's that? Oh my God. It's he was the Creighton, Creighton basketball I said, player. I called AJ Dillon, Corey oh, right. Dillon last week. And then I'm now I'm calling uh, Sean McDermott, 
a Creighton basketball player, it's only going to get worse from here on out. <laughs> no, right? I, I this know. Is, your brain Down only trajectory. One direction. AI uh, hench. That's what that's the only answer at this point. It's so what? it's so sad that it's called Acrisure, unless they're a sponsor of this podcast, in which case it's a great name for a football stadium. But because <laughs> when you were talking, I, I was thinking 2020 Heinz site would be Ooh. such a great podcast for the Monday after the Steelers lose. Um Hey, they may not be in the Steelers business, but Heinz Ketchup and I are 2020 oh, Heinz sites. Come on, sponsor oh, the show. Boy, um, the Niners, we all knew the Niners were a tough draw week one, but uh, man, I don't know. I mean, even though I picked them to go to the playoffs, I don't think we realized just quite how tough a draw the Browns would be in week two. Good Lord, boy, that defense got talk out. Talk about, it. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but what I was going to say is, is with, with Josh Allen, he to the detriment probably going forward. You talk about diminishing returns going forward. I think just as Hench's brain is starting to fail, the idea that Josh Allen can just cover up everything and just in any critical moment, just take off or like put pressure on the defense on the edge and maybe run with it. He just keeps taking big shots. I've been talking about that for like three years now and they just keep on doing it. And it's not Sean McDermott's fault but at some point you got to say hey 17 cut the crap we can't have no, you i mean this is, week the, one. this is the justin fields problem like the thing he does best is going to shorten his career that's how it goes so but i do think i do think that a guy like a specimen like josh allen versus a human being like kenny pickett my concern is with pickett like josh allen's like I'm just better than everybody. I'm more talented than anybody on the field in week two. Okay, I was off in week one, but no matter. I'm just going to go show everybody, show the world. Kenny Pickett doesn't have that. He has to, now he has all this pressure and every, and the negative side of the Pittsburgh Steelers drafting the pit kid is the town turning against him will feel much more severe and ugly and it'll be depressing and all of that. So, Horrible spot for the, for the oh, Steelers man. and specifically for Kenny Pickett here. If they can survive that game, I don't care if it's 3-2 or 68-67. to 67. If they can win that one, the Steelers will be right as rain. Look at the next month they have coming up. But okay. uh, scary times now. Hey, goat and goat. Get if, to it. Wait, can, point, I, can I? If at any point this season I call Justin Fields Sally Fields, um, <laughs> I've got to go in the concussion protocol. I don't even if I haven't taken a shot to the head. And that's I'm it. Like, there's just I have like one million names rattling around up there. And man, Doug McDermott is a deep pull. I thought Doug and I was thinking Dylan McDermott. He was on the law show, right? He's Closer. the guy who gets shot. He's Clint Eastwood's partner in the. Uh, what was that movie called? That was a good <laughs> so one. Malkovich. Like, Wait a minute. They're talking about me on a sports podcast. This is this Malkovich is the is the killer guy who wants to kill the president. What was that movie called? In the Line of Fire. In the Line of Fire. It's a good one. McDermott gets shot in the head by the bad guy. Um, but then Doug McDermott, I thought, was the bad guy in Mission Impossible 2. No, that's Dugray. Dugray Scott. Continue okay. with the goat. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Spaghetti right. had something to say. Well, I, I just wanted to cash in with my uh, my mulligan. I am going to use the mulligan if allowed. And because I did pick the Jets to finish uh, first in the AFC East and finish, I believe, third overall in the AFC. I, I, I'm I'm buying into the Miami Dolphins, the the early pick that Checks had for a while. So um, without a quarterback, it's just not going to get done. So easy use of mulligan here. And I'm not souring on the Giants. I expect the Giants to be one and one after week two. So I'm still going to hold tight with that wild card pick. Plus, 
the Vikings and the uh, the Seahawks losing makes it a little bit better. So you know but, who else might stink? And I'm going to make this change. Packers is the seven seed in the NFC replacing the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, six seed because I had the commies. Boy, they go in the they go a mile high and Sam Howell gets that one. That offense is going to get better, obviously, with the enemy as the year rolls on. So if they can get to two and oh, then that team as a wild card pick is going to look like a savvy one by your old pal, Dave. OK, All right. go ahead. So many goats, good and bad, to choose from. Um, you know, I know Spaghetti agrees with me on this one, but so these NFL coaches go like, look, our our starters are too precious to play in the preseason or like limited snaps. You know, obviously QB, put the red jersey on him, no contact, bubble wrap, Fabergé egg. And then the Giants are down 40 to zero in a driving rain and he is taking shots like haymakers. And it's like, wait a minute. You've decided this is the future of your franchise. And Spaghetti and I agree that that's a good football player. Like, I mean, he does a lot without a lot. And I'm watching him get lit up haymakers. And it's like, what? which is it? Is this guy valuable or do you not? Like, are you mad at him? So Brian Dayball, who I like, but bad goat for leaving him out there to just take so many unnecessary shots when all these teams do is say, I don't want this guy to get touched during the preseason, but I'll let him get annihilated so he can get some reps mm-hmm. at the totally. end of the yeah. game. It's like, hey, Doomsday, do it. T- teach the kid a favor. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> what are God. you doing? He's on your team, coach. So Mike, Micah, was- Micah Parsons agreed. Oh, Micah Parsons did his podcast and came out and it was like, I don't know what the Giants are doing leaving him in that game. It was like a punishment and he's 100% right. It was insane. Um, but I have to give, I have to, on this uh, auspicious occasion, I have to give a, a, a co-bad goat to Haim Bloom, who was just fired by the Boston Red Sox. And it, the weird thing is, like, he'll be remembered the way uh, Harry Frazee, like, you know, you you lose Babe Ruth, it doesn't matter what else you did, you lost Babe Ruth. So so all Bloom's going to be remembered for is that's the guy that 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 shipped Mookie Betts out of town on a rail. But, like, had he not done a lot of other things that were mistakes, he'd still have a job. So it's like this sort of baseball obit will be the guy who lost Mookie Betts. But it was like, sadly for Red Sox fans, that was just the beginning of, of an inept run that has, you know, I know Spaghetti's looking his wounds after the, the Dominguez injury, but like the, the Red Sox can't catch the ball, can't pitch, can't run the bases, hit pretty well. Like, but like that we're like a one tool organization. Like it's crazy how bereft the, the organization is and, and what a poor job he did. And, and he was supposed to be the wunderkind. But anyway, he's a bad goat. Good goat, honorable mention. Ronald Acuna is going to go 40, 70 guys. This is nuts what this guy is doing. And it, it's interesting because Mookie caught him on for briefly caught him in the MVP betting lines, he jumped him for like a 48 hours. And then Acuna came in and just started launching bombs in Dodger stadium. And now is now like minus 700. He'll, he'll win it. He it's like total base. The, the last guy to lead the league in total bases and stolen bases, I think it was Ty Cobb. I mean, it's so historic what, what Acuna is doing. So an obvious good goat, 
Well, it's a poor man's it's a poor man's 41 AL MVP race in terms of historic deeds, right? You know, DiMaggio versus Williams and all that, and which one matters more to you. Um it, it's uh, Matt Olson's gonna wind up in the high 50s, isn't he? With uh with the with the Braves. What yeah. Mookie's doing is also borderline historic. And but so I I I've not uh, to be honest, looked at the lines. Acuna is a runaway. I just to get him this morning, point? and I think he's ah. down to minus. I think he's down to minus seven hundred uh, uh, on the lines this morning. I mean, he's you know, it's it's. Well, it's, I mean, they're the best team by far and away, even in yeah. a in a league that includes the Dodgers. They're the best, but they're the best team in the in the NL, obviously. So, but um, my okay. not, but that's an honorable mention, Ronald Acuna. My my good goat of the week is Charles Rudolo. Charles. Charles Rudolo, R-U-O-T-O-L-O. I think I've got that right. You guys are going, who the hell is that? That's Brees Hall's surgeon. What? This guy? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When Brees Hall was shot out of that cannon, you're like, are, did you put something extra in there? Like, how did you? You're you're because there, you know, this big question mark. We got to get to Alvin Cook. Who knows what's going to happen? And Brees Hall, you know, 10, 127 yards on 10 carries, and that's part of why when you listen to the 15-minute pregame show, I think that Cowboys line is too high because the Jets can clearly run the ball thanks mm-hmm. to Dr. Charles Rudolo. What? Wow. And I know we're getting kind of accustomed to guys coming back from this injury, but I, I think we were all a little shocked when when Brees ripped off the the 26 yarder and then the 83 yarder like, wow. Yeah. And at the same time, I feel bad for JK Dobbins, obviously it happening to him again this year, but, and the injuries are different and all that, but you saw JK Dobbins a year ago. He clearly wasn't at full speed. This was how long ago was it? Brees Hall's injury, like 10 months ago. I mean, he was, he was something to behold out there. And again, uh, I thought that was amazing, but you know, like imagine and I should, right, sorry, Chuck, I should give it. I should give a shout out also to Dr. Burt Mandelbaum. Um, not as important historically in sports, but he did my left knee uh, after a soccer injury. Maybe he, he can fix your he, brain. He did. I, I don't know what's job. going on with the memory issues or the, the, oh the crossing over of names. I don't know what's going. I don't know how you fix that. But um, anyhow, I. I mean, the thing that struck me watching that game after obviously watching Brock Purdy look like the real deal against the first round draft pick on the other side uh, in uh, Pittsburgh on Sunday. I, it occurred to me, like, I know those Iowa state teams were pretty good by their, by their measure, but imagine finding out that Brees Hall and Brock Purdy went to college together, but you never watched a college football game. Like, Oh, they played three seasons together. What? So they just got they three straight national championships. no, <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, they got upset. Somebody knocked them off. They only won two out of three. Disappointed. No, 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 no. They only got one? Wow, that's no, like LeBron no. and D. Wade and Bosch. Nope, not that good. Like, what? I mean, that really must be uh how did I I I I can't get over that Brock Purdy in all the talk, all the talk about the draft analysis and QB analysis and all that. What the hell happened with Brock Purdy again? Shame the devil on you. I've always said that the most fraudulent line of work is dream analysis. Like when the guys are, you know, if you die in your dream, you know what that means. You die in real life. Says who? There's no way you could, you know, 
when you fly in a dream, it ended. No, you don't know. You're just making crap up. Now I'm starting to think QB analysis is just, I mean, like straight up coin flipping. Anyway, let me squeeze in a quick break here. Let me ask you a question, Eddie Spaghetti. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? But before you answer, two words, Caesar's rewards. Those are the two words. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. I'm talking about hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, even more than just that. It's not only an app, it's an empire. 21 plus must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada. New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada. Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Like I say, lousy college football slate coming at you. Guaranteed to be great. The game that obviously I'm going to watch is the backyard brawl. Those creeps from Penn State pretend as though that they have transcended pit foot they haven't they're 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 just pathetic and petulant and don't want to schedule a tough foe a regional rival the heart of college football and they're turning their nose up at it to play whatever crap they can put on their schedule to avoid and stick it to pit somehow great move there um from the ever classy um people in happy valley there pit west virginia the real deal I love it. The rivalry is great. How great in 1983, I think David Gefsky was a bar meets Vogue. And, um, it was a very close friend of mine remains uh, a friend of mine to this day. And, uh, it was his bar mitzvah. And of course, as you know, like, you know, you have a, a nice party and everything. Me and the old man, we went to the ceremony. We, we watched him. We watched him do his Haftorah. But then instead of going to the party, we made our way to Pitt Stadium. It was not well received that, <laughs> that we that we ditched the, our close family friends to go watch Pitt and the football gods weighed in. I think the final score was 28-0 Mountaineers or 35-0 Mountaineers. Either way, a wonderful rivalry. I got to stick with the Pitt Panthers. Lay the one point. Take that, Mountaineers. That's my number one. 
And, uh, you know. Hold on. Football. I had a quick question. I got a quick Go question. Go ahead. Would, would your people ever consider, um, you know, jacking up those ages a little bit of becoming a man and becoming a woman? <laughs> it's hard to explain to my kids what's happening. They're like, wait a minute. She's becoming a woman? Well, it's it's there's an ancient. It's not, you know, that's a man. This little guy here. I'm not here to explain the theology of it. I will say what I find gross is this, you know, the Dion Colorado thing is great. It I'm stunned by it, but I'm not opposed to it. And I keep saying these manufactured opponents that Dion keeps talking about that everybody's down on him. I, I, I've been like, I get it. It's uh, that's what you have to do is convince everybody on your team that no one believes in you. And so therefore you lean on only each other. But did you hear Jay Norvell from Colorado state? Like I take my glasses off of my hat. Like my mom taught you. How many people are getting a glasses based counsel from a parent when they're growing up? Like, you're really reaching, ain't you, man? And by the way, why would you do this? Now you're going to get whipped. Mm-hmm. Maybe this maybe this was a walkover game. Like, all right, we just took care of two big-time Colorado State. We should be able to handle before we get into, into uh, conference play. Nope. Hey, look at me, says Norvell. And uh, much like Brian Dable did with his QB, that's what his entire team's about to get from those Buffaloes, I fear. Terrible move by him. One last one that we'll dig in on on a future date. I was thinking the other day, I was I was leaving a movie, I think, and uh, I washed my hands uh, walking out of the bathroom. Who came up with the smell for the pink soap that is in every public bathroom? Oh, I know, this. I know this. I know this. I know this. I know this. Dave Gefsky. <laughs> is that a real question? <laughs> I, I mean, who's responsible for this? Hands How could on you It's soap. It's supposed to smell good. It smells worse than anything else. Oh my God. I'm so good at trivia usually, but my mind is really failing me. I couldn't Blue even. Gray Scott. All right, spaghetti, goat and goat. Yeah. So uh, mine are both dealing with the kind of the same thing here. I'll start with my good goat and um, I'm going to bring it back to that Jets Monday night football game. I'm going to give it to to Zach Wilson here. And I think he deserves a good go for obviously winning that game. I mean, I can't imagine a worse scenario for a backup quarterback to ever enter a game. Like number one, obviously, one of the, it's probably gonna be like the most watched regular season NFL game. Week one, Monday Night Football. Aaron Rodgers makes his debut with the Jets on 9/11 versus division rival, a great team, and Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. And then four plays into it, the guy ruptures Achilles, and then you have to get tossed into this game when you know that like the entire town and every fan of that team despises you, does not believe in you. The coach doesn't either. It's obvious watching Robert Sell's uh, emotions. You could just, I mean, his face when that injury happened, it was like, he does not believe in him. It did and make me laugh. Not to it, be on him, to lack empathy, but I, his stone face it's, was hysterical. To kind of the, salad is, Sal is the worst actor I've ever seen. The guy can't even fake that he, like the interview he gave at halftime. It's like, yeah, we believe in, it's like, you don't, you don't believe in Zach. The players don't believe in Zach. Every, every when the minute that the Jets got 
Aaron Rodgers, every player was like cheering on Twitter. And again, this guy, I mean, rocket arm. I know like the BYU competition isn't as strong, but still number two overall pick. Uh, maybe to Shaq's point, like we just can't evaluate quarterbacks. Regardless, he he gets thrusted in there. And people were saying like, hey, you know, made some strides with Rodgers in the offseason. He looked good in some preseason games or whatever. But he wins that game. And the minute the game's over, everyone's like, well, that was nice. But the Jets season's over now. And it's like, if they want to compete, they got to go out and get somebody else. So again, I, I, we don't talk enough about the mental aspect of this stuff, but I just feel like him being in the locker room and he opens his phone and just sees like, yeah, the Jets should go get uh, maybe sign a veteran or maybe trade for uh, a James Winston or yeah. And it's just like, there's just no winning for Zach Wilson. Yeah. I would feel bad about myself if somebody's like not as good as Colt McCoy, Um, but who is is better in the, Tannehill's the answer, isn't he? Like, how I long agree. are you going to let the Jets just fall on their face in a Stafford, potentially great Stafford, season? Tannehill, yeah. Stafford, uh, I, I, I reached out on uh, to Brad Spielberger, our guy who's the cap wizard, and I said, is there any plausible way that the Rams could give up because the $26 million guaranteed uh, money they paid him? And he said, no, the Rams just would. He said the Jets could make it happen. The Rams very likely would not. But hmm. Tannehill's a reasonable option. I I... I I love that good goat because Zach Wilson would have totally been within his rights to pull. I think it was, was it Billy Joe Hobart who said like, <laughs> yeah, I never really read the play. I didn't know. I didn't think I was going to play. So I don't really know what the plays are, but like Zach Wilson could have been turning the wrong way on handoffs. Like Zach, like to get thrown into that situation. And, you know, you know, it was he's 14 for 21 he mm-hmm. made a really nice uh, conversion to Lazard, a really tough mm-hmm. play under pressure. And then even though the touchdown pass was one of the worst passes in NFL history, Garrett Wilson makes him look good. I, I don't I don't know Spaghetti's bad goat, but Josh Allen was on my nominee list for bad goat. And one of the things that was so funny about the highlight package from Monday night was the way it worked sequentially is they showed the Garrett Wilson catch then they showed Josh Allen whiffing a floater coming right at your chest uh, uh, on the snap, and he whiffs it, and then he just takes a crazy lick to Sheck's points about, like, how long can this guy not slide, not avoid hits? Uh, so, so I, you know, the, the fact Did you that- see Cam Newton when he was playing for your division rival in New England? That's, that's the future of Josh Allen if you let this yeah. crap keep going. Um, so, you know, the fact that Zach Wilson came, you know, double digit deficit against Josh Allen came out on top. It, that, that is that is worthy of a good goat. I, it, I, it's incredible. And so and I said, you know, a couple of shows like week one uh, after the Giants lost. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Who really remembers the week one results? It's like we're going to remember that game forever. I, it, it's like you said before, it's a five part act. Like you remember everything about like Rogers with the flag running out. And then it's like the injury happens and it's like the oh, no. And then it's like solid looking loss. And then it's all this comeback starts to happen. The kick return overtime, whatever the 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 field goal hitting the post. Like it was an all time iconic game and Zach Wilson in his mind was like, great. I get to hold the clipboard for another year or two, maybe get the job after this. And then now he's thrust into this position where everybody seemingly hates him. It's just like, and he came out on top. So he gets a good go to my bag. I said, sticks in the same area. It's MetLife stadium. MetLife stadium is far and away 
the my least favorite building in sports. Um, not only years ago did it basically force us out of our our Jets. You know, I, my family had Jet season tickets when it was Giant Stadium. MetLife with those PSAs gone. So that's strike number one. Number two, disgusting looking building. It looks like an air conditioning unit, like outside of your house. There's no charm. There's no uh, uh, fun characteristics about the building whatsoever. The name stinks. I don't care about insurance companies. Uh, no, there was a whole argument over the, should they have a retractable roof or not. I would have been fine with that. But again, no, we don't want to spend extra amount of money on it, whatever. And then you get inside the field and it's just creating the most amount of injuries in the NFL. The Giants are the most injured team. And I know now this is ongoing debate and Goodell is saying, no, 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 it's, it, you know, the field turf stuff is fine. But you had players out there tweeting David Bakhtiari, friends with Aaron Rodgers, saying we want grass, uh, grass, you know, everywhere in the NFL. Um, but they're not doing it because of concerts and other events. So you're going to have to chew up the grass when you're changing the services constantly, which I do understand. But these are still NFL stadiums. And now that these players are getting hurt. And if grass is at 1% safer, it should just be grass field across the board. And um, it caused this injury to Aaron Rodgers. And plus there's just really no good memories from it. I know there was a Super Bowl there. Everyone remembers it being the warmer Super Bowl, but it's just this gray useless building. Every stadium oh, is better sucked. than it. And there's just been no really good memories from it. The, the teams have been terrible. Yes. The giants did obviously go to the Super Bowl the year after it opened, but there's been not a lot of playoff success in it. I would be fine with knocking this thing down, going with a full blown grass field. So there's no, injuries like the, the Aaron Rodgers injury play in tons Rutgers of Giants injuries that's fine I'll we'll go play in Piscataway but I'm just tired of this building the the prices for the, the the garbage level of play of these teams and it just it just sucked the energy out of the, this town obviously as a baseball town those teams have failed the Jets the Aaron Rodgers stuff brought everyone back in everyone was fired up I cannot like remember seeing all these Jets fans so excited for a game and this field again caused this, and it's just I hate it. The, the Giants Yankee are abysmal. Stadium and Met Stadium. That's the answer. I th- I'd be fine if they did that. But I'll, I'll say this: Goodell. As a side note, you say, "Hey, some players like it. They 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 like the speed that the that the turf gives them." It's it's a disgraceful, embarrassing statement. But you know, I know that uh, political figures and their and their progeny may not be above the law. But Roger Goodell is official. I mean, like he answers to a star chamber, not to the U.S. legal system. And then that's what he comes up with is like on the other side of things. Some players do like the turf, even though other guys are having their careers ruined by it. Shameful, but there will be no comeuppance for Goodell as he makes his 45 or 50 million dollars. All right. And now a quick break. Best bets. I'll go real quick here. There are going to be three college bets. I'm going Washington Huskies laying 16. Sparty Nation has other matters on their mind right now. I don't think that the players are going to be real focused in. Michael Penix chasing a Heisman. I think they show up even though they're making the long trip from the West Coast and take care of business. I'm taking the Vols in a rare win over the Gators. They don't always do that. The Gators usually have their number in that particular SEC rivalry, I say Tennessee this time, lay the seven comfortably. And then, like I said earlier, the Pitt Panthers are the way to go in the backyard brawl. Hench, how say you? Um, I love the Pats money line against the Dolphins. I also think 
Spaghetti's Giants bounce back that it, you know, you, you have a week where everything mm-hmm. goes wrong. It just can't, it just can't happen two weeks in a row. So I think right now they're giving five and a half against the mm-hmm. a team that's trying not to win games. When you, uh, when you, cause we started the show and then I obviously lost my train of thought and everything, but back to that AFC. You lose game. a train of thought if you never are on that train. I do. I, I am very Coltrane. In that regard, a lot of people have said it, and uh, you know, people talk Love. about it a lot. I'm like Coltrane, Love except Supreme. with words. That's Shex it. Supreme. Shex, well, you you know, I mean, you know, my prowess when when it comes to love. Um, yeah, like I'll, I'll get away from the baseline. Don't worry, we'll always get back. Some mostly, we'll move, you'll usually get back to the baseline twenty minutes later. Um, anyhow, uh, what, oh, yes, the Pat Patriots. I feel like, you know, when you only have that one 60 minute stretch to analyze, you try and figure out like, so which, what was it? Like, was it that um, the Eagles are diminished or the, I think the Patriots are, are going to be good. And now with the Jets, with their unfortunate thing, they're at worst going to be third place, but they might sneak up into second place. Be careful with them this week. I, I, I hear Hench's noise. It spooks me. If I were doing a confidence pool, I would take the Dolphins straight up even, but I would put a low number on it. I would not I would not ride into that one with great confidence that two is going to take. Belichick's going to have something cooked up for. Uh, and, and, my, and my last my last thing is like, I obviously love the Lions on the fast track at home. So I like I like that game to go over. I like them to go over. I like them to to cover the number. And then, you know. We got a glimpse of what Jameer Gibbs might be. And there was a lot of complaints about how little he was used. Um, I think total yards, he's going to go over wherever that number lands at. I think you're going to see a breakout game from Jameer Gibbs and, and you'll see why he was the number 12 pick. I, have, I like uh, those picks. I'm against the Patriots one uh, spiritually, but I hear your noise. Spaghetti. I got three quick best bets. Check. I'm actually going against you. I like the the home dogs, Florida Gators to cover at home. I think in the last like 18 matchups, Tennessee's only won twice. And I guess that Tennessee, uh, you know, they're no longer with the Hendon Hookers and the Jalen Hyatts. I think this game is a little bit closer. Um, so I like Florida to cover at home. The other college, but I like. Notre Dame first half spread uh, minus 20. So I like Notre Dame to be up by that score at halftime. If you go back and look at their game versus Tennessee State and versus Navy, which is like a similar kind of spread uh, versus now they're playing Central Michigan. If you follow that trend, they should get a nice lead at halftime and kind of just comfortably sit on the ball for the rest of the games so like Notre Dame to win that. And then um, Hench just brought it up. The Giants minus five and a half uh, on the, you know, they're playing the Cardinals. The, the They don't want to win games. I know the Giants have a couple injuries and they look absolutely miserable but we didn't really see the offense get to go the way it's supposed to be and and the cardinals looked i mean pretty bad i think it also kind of shows how bad the commanders may be with sam howell so i I like the giants to win that game too i I mean i think everybody's on the giants so i don't need to take up 11 more seconds but i'll say i agree with you guys i I, that was not the same as bad as the steelers lost there was there was a fluke factor to the giants getting that far behind that early I think that they right the ship and take care of business uh, in the uh, Valley of the Sun. Hey, good times, I thought. And um, we'll wrap it up there. 
One more reminder, we appreciate you going to YouTube or on social media watching the 15-minute pregame show. We're proud of it. We think it's good stuff. And uh, as far as that goes, we like all the stuff on the Extra Points Network. Make sure you're listening to Spaghetti and Jen Piacenti on Waiver Wired, me and Sarah Tiana on Extra Points. Um, Good times there. A lot of laughs on that show. Lemon Pepper Parlay, Toby Mergler with Trendy, all the rest of it. Make sure you're tracking it all down. And we'll talk to you on the other side of the sports weekend to try and figure out what you just saw and try and make sense of what's about to happen. Until then, thanks so much, sports fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven.